Welcome to the Wealth Equation Podcast with me, Wealth Ninja, Kristen Wunsch. If you want to be wealthy, but money feels like physics and the thought of making a budget makes you want to die, stick around. Here, we break it all down super simply. We demystify wealth so you run your money instead of your money running you. We're here to ditch the hustle, earn more, hold more, and grow more simply. We're coming in hot with practical teachings, deep mindset shifts, and the perfect amount of woo-woo so that you become the kind of woman who creates wealth with ease. Money is a dance party if you let it be. You were born for wealth, and by pressing play, your up level begins. Hello, beauties. Welcome back. I'm coming to you live here from Tulum, Mexico, and it's been such a trip. Oh my goodness. A few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, I felt a calling to come to Mexico and I couldn't explain it. I didn't know why. And I felt this pull toward Tulum, which was very strange because I've been to Tulum once before and didn't really love it. (laughs) Like it's not really my vibe. It's, you know, there's a lot of partying. That's not really my scene. Like it didn't really make sense when I felt pulled here, but I trusted it. And I watched my brain over the last couple of weeks. I didn't have a return ticket. I didn't really know when I would return to Costa Rica. And I would watch my brain really crave certainty. Like I wanted to make a plan. I wanted to have an end date. And I felt so uncomfortable in the space of like just not really knowing where it was all going or why it was here or what was unfolding. And it was a real practice for me or real work to actually just sit in the space of the unknown, to really embrace the fact that I didn't have a plan and I couldn't figure it all out and there was no need to. And so I share this with you. This doesn't really have anything to do with our episode today, but I share this with you because I think we often, our brain craves certainty and and we feel like the uncertainty of it all, the unknown is a bad thing, right? Like that we need to have a plan or we need to have clarity. And and sometimes like the magic exists in the unknown and the uncertainty. And I can tell you, oh my goodness, the things that have been unfolding for me in the last couple of weeks, my mind a month ago could not have planned or predicted or reasoned out. It literally feels like magic. And so I just share that with you because sometimes embracing the unknown and allowing yourself to be with the the resistance to the uncertainty brings magic into your life. <laughs> so today I want to talk to you about defining enough. Now, literally the story of it's not enough, I'm not enough is probably the most, the single most pervasive story I have seen in every single human I have ever met in my entire life. I think this is something we all experience. And whether it's, you know, feeling like our circumstances aren't enough, our bank accounts aren't enough, we're not enough. I think there are some elements of this in all of us. And I really want to dive into the importance of defining enough. When you're a high achiever, you are always setting new goals. We believe that enough will come from a number in our bank account. And I can't tell you how often I run into this with clients or the women that I work with or just people that I speak to. They believe that they will feel like it's enough when they have a number in their bank account that's more than they have now. (laughs) And often they can't even define what that number is. And it's so fascinating because they are convinced, we are convinced that if we just had more, 
maybe we have we have a number that that more is, or we just think that it's like some vague number off in the distance, but we are convinced that we will feel enough when that number drops in. And I can just tell you that is not the case. Your feeling of sufficiency or enoughness doesn't come from the number. This week alone, I have been on calls with women who are making 60, 160 grand a year, 50 grand a year, who have 1.2 million in the bank. And literally this dialogue of it's not enough now is something that people at every level experience. And it's often around what you make it mean that your goals aren't here yet. You are literally often making the fact that you have a goal be your evidence for the fact that you don't have enough. Just think about that for a second. Maybe your goal is, you know, 500 grand this year. And you're currently making 250. The fact that you have that goal and it's not yet here often is where we create the story of it's not enough, but you're always going to have a goal. <laughs> you're you're going to reach a goal. And then you're even before you reach that goal, you'll have set another goal. So it's fascinating the way the mind works. It's not a problem that there's this gap between where we are and the next level that we desire to, to call in or to create. But you can either stop setting goals or you can change your relationship to change your relationship to the gap between your present reality and the future. All it takes is really changing your story, your story about what it means to be where you are. You will always have another goal. Before you get to that 500 grand, you'll be setting your sights at a million. And that will be your new goal. So often, especially as high achievers, you literally never get there. How often, and here's something to reflect on, how often do you actually spend time celebrating when you reach a goal or a new milestone or you hit a target? Do you actually bask in the feeling of sufficiency and excitement and elation around that? Or do you do what I tend to do, which is like, my brain just jumps to the next thing. Okay, what's next? I have, it's so, it's been my, some of my deepest work to really give myself credit for the things I've accomplished and achieved and created. Some of you are super sneaky too. And you say that you don't like to set goals. Some of you, you know, especially my spiritual women, and I feel you, I am so spiritual, but you often will say that you don't feel aligned with setting goals. Most of the time when I hear people say this, it's not because goals themselves are out of alignment, but because of what they make setting goals mean. Often they make it mean that if you don't hit the goal, it'll mean something about you, right? If you if you have a goal of 500 grand this year and you don't make it, what will you make that mean? That you're not good enough or that you'll never get there or that something went wrong or people believe that they can't change the goal. They feel like they tell themselves goals are restrictive. It's interesting, right? Nothing about a goal is restrictive. You made the goal. <laughs> you can literally change it at any time. You set the goal. You're in freaking charge. And it doesn't mean anything if you don't hit a goal, unless you choose to tell yourself a story. It's so funny. For almost, for many, many years of my life, 
I couldn't even think of a time when I actually hit my goal because I was always setting such ambitious goals that I was just never hitting them. And I wasn't, for the most part, making it mean that there was something wrong. I could easily lower the goal and hit it every time, but that wouldn't be fun for me. You could easily create a story this, you know, about not hitting your goal. Say you, you have a revenue goal for the year and you don't hit it. You could just as easily have the story in your head that you're a really ambitious person and you're always setting really big goals. You're playing a big game. That smaller goals wouldn't be as fun for you, right? It all comes down to your story. It has nothing to do with the number. It has nothing to do with the number of the goal. It has nothing to do with the number in your bank account. But I'll tell you, numbers create clarity. When you actually track and measure things, it's really powerful. When you guys have vague goals, anytime you're using terms like better or faster or more, <laughs> that's like an, an undefined thing that allows your brain to always have that be sometime in the future. You literally put yourself in a position where you can never, it can never feel like enough because you haven't defined what enough is. I realized at one point, this was a few years ago, that my goal weight for my entire life was always five pounds lighter than I currently was. I literally never felt like I was skinny enough. I was always telling myself the story that I wasn't skinny enough. Like it was terrible. It made me feel awful about my body. When you define enough, it's not because the number matters or because when you get to that number, you stop setting a new vision. But when you track your progress, it's easier to have a story that you're actually making progress. <laughs> you have more tangible, measurable, clear evidence for your growth. The numbers don't matter. What really matters is that you feel enough at every level. And this is some of the work that I do with women. And it's some of the pieces that people have so much resistance to because everyone wants to make more money. And that is, you know, the work that we do. And I always know that we can, I can make more money with you. I can show you how to make more money and you'll get there and you still won't feel like it's enough. And so the, the, the foundation work, the groundwork that we do before that is feeling enough now, feeling enough at every level so that you can double, triple, quadruple your income and you feel sufficient at every level. You feel like in overflow. When you feel sufficiency, when you feel like it's enough, you can be, it impacts every area of your business and life. Like you can be detached on sales calls instead of in convincing energy. You can make decisions that are best for your clients instead of grasping at money. You can choose to work with clients that are a better fit for you versus the ones that pay more. You don't feel in a rush to make money or to hit your goal. You know where hustle comes from? Feeling that it's not enough now. <laughs> because if you felt sufficiency, you wouldn't feel this pressure and urgency and be in a rush about it. You would have more fun in your business. I can tell you the more I feel into this, the more I do this work, the more fun my business becomes. You really feel better on a daily basis. You can handle big bills or money or loss, you know, money losses or clients quitting. Any of that happens, unexpected things, like 
so-called negative things, you handle this with ease because you know there's always enough. When you create content, you're more powerful and compelling and magnetic. You have more energy because you don't spend time depleting yourself. I can't stress this enough. Believing it's enough, sorry, believing it's not enough now doesn't get you to your goals any faster. It doesn't create better results. It doesn't make you more money. The opposite is true. Because when you're creating from the place of it's not enough and I'm not enough now, the energy around everything you do is reflecting that belief. It's a, It puts you in a state of contraction always. You can both feel in exceedingly excited and sufficient now and also have big, juicy, amazing goals that you're working toward. Your enoughness is not tied to a number. It's tied to your story that it's enough. <laughs> you are enough now. You also get to be insanely, wildly rich beyond your wildest dreams. I'm here for it all, my loves. I will see you right back here next week. Ciao, Chiquitas. It's a gift to vibe with you here every week. If you're digging the content, I would be honored if you'd leave a rating, a review, and subscribe to the show. Not just for me, but it's how women just like you find the pod. It truly is how we can all make an impact. More women being ridiculously fucking wealthy and building a life of their wildest dreams.